The big day is finally here. The national TV game, the Magic have long waited is here. Why this game is very different, but also very much the same. Plus, a deep dive into Jonathan Isaac's crazy defensive numbers. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 13th, 2024. My name is Philip Ross and I am the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMB. If you can't tell by my voice, a little bit under the weather today, but still good to go. Uh, still clear to play uh, for Tuesday's game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. We'll get to that game and why it's so big and important coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast. Covering every single team in the NBA, just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash Locked On NBA. Use code all lowercase Locked On NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. We're going to dive into what makes Tuesday's game so important and why this is a game we've been waiting on for so long here in just a minute. But I want to start today's show taking a step back and taking a look at Jonathan Isaac and the way that, and just diving into some of the numbers that just show what an incredible defensive player he's been. Um, Look, we all know what he's capable of. Um, We've seen him, excuse me, uh, play at a high level defensively. And obviously injuries have been the story of his career so far. And the Magic have been waiting ever so patiently for him to get back on the floor, to get back to being the the dominant player that they know he can be. And it's it's been a journey. But now he's back. Now he's playing the most minutes he's played since before his first knee injury. Now he has played more games this season than he did in the 2020 season when he first got hurt. Now it feels like those restrictions are starting to come off. And we're starting to see that Jonathan Isaac can still be a dominant defensive force. Um, You know, the Magic, Cole Anthony shared with us on Saturday that the Magic have started giving out a, 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 camp, a like wrestling belt, a championship belt, to the top defender of the game. You know, something a lot of teams do. And Cole Anthony was just like, you might as well just keep it in Jonathan Isaac's locker. Because he's not giving that thing up. And you just look at the numbers. You don't need to look at the numbers, but the numbers just really paint a picture of a dominant defensive player. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Um, like I said, a little bit on the way. Um, the Magic have a 99.7 defensive rating with Isaac on the floor, which is just insane 
considering how strong this league is offensively now. No other player who averages at least 12 minutes per game in the entire NBA is under 100 points per 100 possessions on on on-court defensive rating. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's his defense that's been causing this, but there's a lot of other numbers to suggest that it is. Um, According to NBA.com's player tracking data, opponents shoot 39.6% from the floor when Isaac is the closest defender. That is 8.6 percentage points worse than expected. He averages 1.9 steals per 75 possessions and 3.83 deflections per 75 possessions, both in the top 5% in the league. Opponents shoot, according to Basketball Index, opponents shoot 22.6% percentage points worse at the rim than expected against Isaac, and he blocks 54.84% of the shots he contests at the rim. He's in the 99th percentile, saving 1.83 points points at the rim per 75 possessions, according to Basketball Index. These are numbers, but I don't think you need the numbers to confirm this. I don't think you need the numbers to know that Jonathan Isaac is an otherworldly defender. I don't think you need those numbers to tell that story. But they sure tell a nice story, don't they? They sure tell a good story. Jonathan Isaac is still getting himself into shape. And Hugh will be the first to tell you that. He said after Saturday's game, quote, I feel like I'm getting there. I don't feel like I'm all the way there. I still feel a little stiff guarding ball handlers and whatnot. Just feeling it out. I'm still getting there. I'm definitely feeling more and more in sync and the timing when it comes to the defensive end, unquote. If this is Jonathan Isaac feeling a little stiff, that's a scary prospect for the rest of the league. That is a scary thing for the rest of the league. And everyone on the team knows that Isaac is there to back them up. You know, Gary Harris even joked after practice on Monday that they sometimes like to put him in bad situations just to see if he can get them out of it. Hopefully not, but you get the point. Cole Anthony said after Saturday's game, Isaac is the best defensive player he has ever seen. His timing, his switchability, his versatility, all of that. And I have to agree with Isaac. I don't think we've seen his best as good as he's been. And if you're wondering why the Magic still stuck with him for so long and kept believing in him, this is why. They understand the talent and potential that he has and that he brings. And they clearly believed he could take this step up once again. The numbers speak for themselves in a lot of ways. (coughs) Excuse me again. Um, The numbers speak for themselves in a lot of ways. He is a truly transformational defensive player. And the Magic right now have to figure out how to get him on the floor for as much as possible and have him ready to play in April because he is a secret weapon for the playoffs this season. There's no reason to think that Isaac will continue this run. And it's safe to say the Magic are a significantly better team with Isaac on the floor. There isn't really much more to say. He's just that darn good defensively. And if he feels he's not all the way back, that's scary for the rest of the league. Because he can obviously defend at an extremely high level. 
We're going to talk about the big day Tuesday. The national TV game is here. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word for our friends over at Prize Picks. The big games in the past, but Prize Picks is still there, giving you the best daily fantasy sports game out there, the simplest fantasy sports game out there, too. All you have to do is pick four to, uh, pick two to six players and say whether they get more or less than their stat projection. If you think that Jonathan Isaac will have more than a block and a half against the Oklahoma City Thunder, I don't know if they offer that, by the way, but they might. You could just say more. If you feel that Paolo Carroll will score more than 23 and a half points, you say more. It's that simple. And with prize picks, they offer so many great ways to increase your prizes. It's demon time on prize picks. So you can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks, turning $10 into 1000 Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play prize pick squares. Marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts, and you can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. I play prize picks. I didn't win my Super Bowl pick, but it's a great way to stay engaged with the game. And it's simple and easy, unlike some of those other daily fantasy games that are confusing and frankly, you know, put you in these giant pools that you have no chance of winning anyway. This gives you a great chance to win. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use code locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Locked On is now launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every week. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Uh, I want to apologize again. I, I am feeling a care under the weather. My voice is a lot worse than I thought it was before I started recording. I'm going to try and muscle through here. But um, if I don't sound as excited or as, as energetic as I am or as I can be, uh, I, I truly apologize because Tuesday, Tuesday is the day we have been waiting for. We've been looking forward to Tuesday since the schedule came out and we understood this was our shot. This was our chance. This was <clears throat> this was the moment in the spotlight for this young team. We complained over and over again that Paolo Bancaro did not get the respect he deserved. He did not. We complained over and over again that this Magic team was so much better than a lot of the teams that did get featured on national TV, that the NBA was dropping the ball on celebrating and promoting its young up-and-coming teams. Well, here we are. We get our chance, a national TV game on TNT, the first home national TV game since 2013. It's been a while. Now, this Magic team has been accomplishing a lot of things that no team really, in a, that no Magic team's accomplished since Dwight Howard left. So we are deserving of this honor and deserving of this spotlight. Um, it's been a long time coming. And look, 
Paolo Bancaro has put up crazy, crazy, crazy numbers. He's doing things that rookies don't do, that young players don't do. You know, you look at some of the lists that he's on. He's on lists with only the greatest young players in this league's history. So again, why wasn't he on national TV? Why is he not being featured? You know, granted, the Magic have to prove themselves. And, and obviously, the biggest place for them to prove themselves is the playoffs. A strong playoff series with some big games proving that they can step up to the plate. That's going to get them more attention and notoriety next year. But here we are. The Magic get their one chance in the sun. Their one chance in the spotlight. Their one chance to show the whole basketball world what they're about. It's a lot of pressure to put on one game. Like, I don't want to put that much pressure on one game. What happens in this game? It's big. Like, everyone knows it's big. Like, we we talked to the guys about it today. You know, you could just feel a different buzz in the building. You know, the TNT people were upstairs in the media in the media room at the training center getting ready for to set up for interviews with Paolo and Franz. Dennis Scott was there a day early, you know, keeping a segment with, with Paolo. Everyone's excited. Everyone knows that this is an opportunity to showcase themselves and showcase who they are in front of a national audience to get more of these games. It's a chance to be in the spotlight and understand what this experience is about. The Magic have been waiting for this chance for a very, very long time. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, they've been waiting for this chance. And it's, it's again, it's been a long time coming. But I think the most important thing that they, they said was, look, it's big to be on the stage. But we still got to treat this like a regular game. We still got to take care of our business. We might be excited but it's still a game ahead of it. And that was the point that Jamal Mosley was, was making. Like Jamal Mosley said, you know, we're, we're going to address it. We're not going to hide from what this means. Like everybody dreams of playing on TNT. Everyone dreams of playing in these spotlight marquee games. And if you're good enough, they become regular. They become normal. And hopefully next year we get four or five of these things and they feel more normal. But you can't deny that this is a big deal for this franchise and for this team. You can't deny, <clears throat> excuse me, you can't deny that this is something that everybody, the fan base, the players, the franchise, has been looking forward to. Because as much as we can scream and shout like, hey, our guys are good, this team is good, there's a large part of the population that isn't noticing. And yeah, the Magic sitting six right now thanks to the Pacers lost to the Hornets. A lot of people don't necessarily think of the Magic as a playoff team yet. And the way you change that narrative, the way you change that is by playing in games like these. By getting the spotlight. And winning in that spotlight. At the end of the day, wins are all that matters. You want this attention, you want this notoriety, you want them to come back, win. Win, 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 win. And obviously, there might be some nerves. That would be understandable. Obviously, they're facing a very tough opponent. But the Magic have put themselves in a great spot to showcase who they are. They're healthy. They're playing really well right now. They're, you know, they're, they're in the hunt. 
And Oklahoma City is a tough team. It's a team that the Magic have matched up well against. Even the game that they played in OKC on a bad back-to-back, they competed it with all the injuries they have. As good as the Thunder are, and they are very good, there's no reason to think the Magic can't come out with a win here. But they got to go out and prove it on the court. As with all things, they have to prove it out on the court. Everybody knows how big this game is. This, this game does feel as big as the game against the Celtics back on Black Friday, back in November. That game was an NBA TV game with its own broadcast crew. It was an afternoon game on a holiday, in-season tournament. It felt big. And back then, the Magic came through with a win. Back then, the Magic got the victory. In convincing fashion, too, I might add. There will be an energy in the building because of Shaquille O'Neal's jersey retirement. There will be an energy in the building because it's a national TV game. It's going to be a really good atmosphere. And now it's up to the Magic to live up to it. It's up to the Magic to play at a level that deserves the attention. It's not the end of the world if they lose. It's not a do-or-die game by any means. But it's a big time for them to step up on a big stage. And we'll see what they are capable of doing on it. We'll close today's show out by talking about what Magic players said about Shaq's legacy, why he still reigns over this franchise. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at BetterHelp. Look, it's still the beginning of the year. We all need the opportunity to get some things off our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you. And it's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life, but is still there to support you. So today I want to say how I really feel about something. You might even be thinking about the same thing this week. You know, I am someone, I'm sick. I'm still working. I am someone that always has to make sure I take time for me. As much as I love talking to you guys, as much as I love serving you guys, serving Magic fans with the work that I do, I always have to remember to take a step back and say it's okay to take this day off. It's okay not to post that new post. It's okay to be spend time with family. I always have to remind myself for that, to do that. And thankfully, therapy has helped me find ways to find better balance in my life. Therapy can be different for everyone. We all have different needs. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team, and it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit betterhelp.com slash NBA to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NBA. Obviously, uh, Tuesday's game is not just about the Magic being on national TV. It's not just about that TNT game. It's not just about this year's team alone. Tuesday is also a very special day for the franchise. And, And I know there's still some people who are on the fence about whether they made the right decision here. I I think they did. Um, But Tuesday is a day to celebrate one of the great players in franchise history. The Orlando Magic will officially retire Shaquille O'Neal's number 32 jersey, making him the first player to have his number hang 
in the Kia Center Rafters. Um, it's very, very exciting. I am very, very excited as a Magic History buff. Um, I think that this decision was obviously obvious. Um, you know, Shaq is the most important player in franchise history. And, you know, I think a lot of people still debate some things because of how short his time in Orlando was because of how he left. But as I said, like he, he still cast a very deep shadow on this franchise. Um, everything this franchise does, Shaq still resonates with it. And honestly, like we could talk about all the things that he did as a magic player, how he put this team on the map was still made still part of the most popular team in this franchise's history, at least nationally. Um, just captured everyone's magic. Got a freaking documentary made about it. Um, we could talk about how he's probably one of the most important people in Orlando history. His presence in Orlando changed this city. That alone should get his number 32 hung. And I don't think it's crazy at all that even after four years that Shaquille O'Neal's jersey should be in the rafters. But let's talk about what the players said. You know, Wendell Carter mentioned that to wear the same jersey that Shaquille O'Neal wore, the, the same colors, the same logo that Shaquille O'Neal wore is special. He understands that he comes, that he is continuing a legacy of centers with this franchise. That means something. That starts with Shaq. That starts with what Shaquille O'Neal did for this franchise and with this franchise. Gary Harris mentioned that growing up, he had an Orlando Magic Shaquille O'Neal jersey, not a Lakers jersey, a Magic jersey. Regardless that Shaq won his titles with the Lakers and the Heat, regardless of that, Shaq's time with the Magic still resonates with so many people. People still remember and talk about his four years with Orlando, despite everything else he did. And the culture that he created playing for those teams still resonates today, still has a place in the story. His story does not start with his championships in, in LA. It starts with the vibe he created in Orlando. And I will still say it. Orlando Shaq would have been a better player than Laker Shaq. I wish we would have seen more of Orlando Shaq rather than what he became with Laker Shaq, which Laker Shaq was still very, very good. Don't get me wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. Shaq's legacy still lives with this team. Everybody can feel it. Everybody senses it. And that's why hanging the banner is a physical manifestation of how Shaquille O'Neal still towers over this franchise. You can agree or disagree with that, but no doubt so much of what the Magic do still stems from their four years with Shaq. Shaq is that important. And that's why it's going to be a great moment to celebrate when his jersey goes up to the rafters Tuesday night. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad that the Magic are making it so that we can all see it. Um, and I hope you that you'll be able to look forward, that you'll be able to see it and look forward to it as well. We'll have complete coverage of that, plus our big national TV game on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Match. But as you can tell, I am running on fumes here. 
Uh, so I'm going to close the show. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You can, of course, find us on Twitter at Philip. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts. If you're tuned in, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, all of the listening podcasts to your podcast, able to listen to Lace on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can find us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. Be sure also to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub, at patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. And of course, I appreciate you all for your support. That's going to do it for me today. Though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Lockdown Magic. I apologize that I'm cutting this episode short. Um, very, very sick, as you can tell. But until tomorrow, when I will hopefully be feeling better and hopefully celebrating a humongous win, we'll talk to you next time here on Lockdown Magic.